Well, Keith worked through the lectionary readings uh, pre-Christmas, um, and uh, therefore I felt it was right to continue with the lectionary reading, um, which is set for today. I felt I need to say that, because you might think, whatever's he doing with that reading this morning? It's still Christmas. Well, we go to this reading today, and if we still followed the lectionary, uh, we go back to the wise men uh, at the right time, Epiphany, uh, next, well, next week, and week after, actually. So we have our reading <coughs> this morning in Luke, chapter 2, uh, verses 41 to 52. If you go to any church, <coughs> the stable scene at Bethlehem will look mainly the same. The cattle, the crib, the baby, wherever you go, it will be the same or very similar. <clears throat> Probably a long way from the reality of the nativity scene, but it does focus people on Jesus coming into the world. It's a very strong image, an image of this precious event. And when any baby is born, it is a very Precious time in most cases. Everyone takes pictures when their baby's born. These days people tend to take them before they're born. Pictures are taken of children growing up, the first steps, the first day at nursery, playing on the swings in the park, birthday parties, holidaying on the beach with a bucket and spade and a raincoat on going to school, nativity plays, etc. Well, we don't actually have any pictures or information of Jesus doing any of these things. We have the birth, and then when he's about two years of age, the visit of the Magi, and then we move on to the visit to the temple that we had this morning. He was 12 years old then. There is one mention um, in verse 40 of, of, our, of the Luke's Gospel, where it just mentioned, and the child grew up and became strong, he was filled with wisdom and grace of God was upon him. But generally, we go from birth, visit the Magi, to when he was 12 years of age. Now, the reason we don't have details, apart from the fact that they didn't have digital cameras, they weren't obsessed with selfies. It's that it's not important in God's plan. If it was, we would be told about it. We don't need to know. Luke is actually the only gospel writer who records the account of the life of Jesus when he was a boy at 12 years of age. Luke has sandwiched this text in between two summary statements that show that Jesus' earthly parents, Joseph, and Mary were completely ordinary. And that Jesus, on the other hand, is everything but ordinary. Well, to understand the reading a bit more, we need to understand the Jewish law and custom. It was part of the law that all Jewish men were to go to the temple at least three times a year. It says that back in Exodus 23. 
It says they are to find themselves in God's house on the occasion of the three main feasts, the Feast of Passover, Pentecost and Tabernacles. But as people spread through the Roman Empire, a bit like people these days, spread out and can't get together quite so much, this almost became impossible to get together three times. And it became the tradition for the Israelite men to go to the temple at least once a year on one of these feasts. And a boy became man at the age of 13 years of age when he completed the Son of the Covenant ceremony and it was considered good preparation for boys of 11 and 12 to go with their fathers on this pilgrimage to get familiar with the requirements of the Jewish laws. And we read that Joseph took his family down to Jerusalem every Passover. That was the the, uh, festival that they went to. They went to fulfil, Joseph went there to fulfil his duty. Apparently Joseph and Mary were very religious. And they made the three-day hike from Nazareth every year. And it was on one of these journeys when they set off home that they left Jesus behind. However could this happen? Well, it isn't too difficult to leave someone behind, is it? In the past, when it was safe for mothers to leave children in a pram outside of a shop when they went shopping, it is known that they came home and then suddenly realised that they had the baby with them. It can actually happen the other way round. Um, At our old church in in London, uh, we parked the car outside the church Uh, Richard was just a baby then and we came out of church and I got in the driver's seat and and Carol opened the back door and was getting in the car and the door closed, so I drove off. Now, fortunately, we weren't going on a day's journey because when I'd got partway on it, I turned around to speak to Carol and found she wasn't actually sitting in the car. I'd actually got the baby at that point, um, but she'd closed the door, intended to get in the front seat And, you know, I I usually do wait around for a while. As you know, I'm pretty patient. Take me time. And um, by the time I'd set off, she hadn't got in. I'll leave you to imagine the conversation that went on after that event. (laughs) But imagine travelling a whole day and not knowing that you've left Jesus behind. Well, people travelling used to go in caravans. The Top Gear team will be really pleased to know that, won't they? It was much safer to travel with a lot of other people and the children would have fun playing with each other around the caravan and the time actually went quicker if you were in a group together. The women and the children were a bit slower moving along than the men and so they would usually set off in a group first, probably a couple of hours Uh, before the men. The men would then catch them up for the night's camp. Now, because Jesus was almost a man at this point, Mary would have thought that, well, he was naturally with his father. And Joseph must have thought the opposite. Well, been there, done that, haven't we? (laughs) And it was only at the end of the day when they came together, they realised that Jesus was missing. Can you imagine the discussion? We've even heard the words or perhaps said them ourselves over the years. Where's Johnny? Well, I don't know. He's with you, isn't he? Well, no, he's not with me. I thought he was with you. You said you were taking him. No, I didn't say I was taking him. He was with you. 
whatever happened, it was probably Joseph's fault anyway, um, that, that Jesus wasn't with them. But can you imagine the terror that gripped their minds? As they went through the process of frantically searching for Jesus. Mary, afraid that she hadn't been careful enough with this God-given child. She would have searched even more frantically. They'd lost the saviour of the world, the son of God. How could this possibly be? Of course, one error they had there, they were looking for a boy. And actually, they should have been looking for a young man who was about his father's business. So how did the whole thing happen? Well, the problem was that Mary and Joseph were engrossed in the business of getting home. And there was nothing wrong with that. They'd been busy doing what was important. They'd been obeying the law, going to worship at the temple. They were being very religious. But in all their attempts to fulfil the requirements of God's law, they'd lost Jesus. They were busy doing these things and they left Jesus behind. Their priority? To get home. You see, it's so easy to be distracted from God's priorities. We fill our lives with all sorts of very good things, many involving the life of the church, just like Joseph and Mary. But in doing so, we leave Jesus behind. Because even these good things, these important things, aren't necessarily what Jesus wants in our lives. The starting pistol fires and we're off, doing things, leaving Jesus behind. Just a week ago, and you think, oh, is it a week ago? Just a week ago, in the afternoon, last Sunday, we were watching children, not in the morning, we were watching children acting out the nativity along the front here. Last Sunday evening, we were singing carols by candlelight. On Thursday, the children gathered around the, the crib here in the, and I mean this in the right way, in the chaos of Bethlehem and what was happening with them all taking place. And two days ago, on Friday, we sang, Yea, Lord, we greet thee, born this happy morning. Well, where are we today on this Sunday after Christmas? Have you and I already moved on? Focusing on making that journey, and in doing so, we've left Jesus behind in the crib. Sadly, Many people who go to church, carol services over the Christmas period and sing wonderful words like, Oh, come to my heart, Lord Jesus. There is room in my heart for you. 
they leave Jesus behind in the manger when their annual pilgrimage is over. They forget the key message of the Christmas story. Emmanuel, God with us. God sent his son Jesus into the world that he might be with us. Not just as a baby, but our saviour every day. Sometimes I think it's sad that we can't sing carols all the year. I'm a great lover of the modern songs, worship songs. Stuart Townend, Getty and many others. But actually, if you get time when you relax after the Christmas period, just read through the carols again. Particularly the last verse of many carols, they are so powerful, so powerful. Well, if we lose something, we usually start looking for it immediately, don't we? We we retrace our steps, we try to remember what we've been doing. And when you lose things, invariably the place you think, uh, the place you look for them, well, they're not there. And the place you find them is the last place you look, wishing you'd started looking in the last place and you'd have found them much quicker. So if you've lost Jesus, if you've left him behind, well, it's time to stop and turn around now. Don't leave it too long. And the thing we notice in this story is that Jesus didn't wander off. It was Mary and Joseph who wandered away from Jesus. They were almost saying to Jesus when they saw him, why did you leave us, Jesus? Why did you put us through this? Well, Jesus never puts distance between himself and us. We're the ones that can step away. So where was Jesus found? In the temple. And it was at this point, and we read there in verse 49 to 50, where we get the first mention of Jesus' awareness that he was God's son. But even though he knew his real father, he didn't reject his earthly parents. He went back to Nazareth with them and he was with them for another 18 years. So Jesus, Joseph and Mary are reunited and make their way home. So where are you at today and where am I at? Did you leave Jesus behind some time ago? need to seek him out again? Or are you just in danger of leaving him in the manger this Christmas as we've got excited about all that we've done and then we now go on to do what we've got to do in the coming year? Well, if you've done that, I encourage you to find him quickly. Turn around. Go back to him. Where will you find him? Well, right here with us. Emmanuel. God with us. And when he said that, when that was said at Christmas, it was meant for the whole year and for eternity. Emmanuel. God with us. The saviour of the world. I pray that each one of us won't leave Jesus 
in the stable as we go on from Christmas 2015.